Hi everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of the podcast where two seemingly meaningless people are this week going to talk about a very meaningful thing. We're going to talk about Christmas. Christmas. I'm Chris. <laughs> and I'm Mus. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and with me as always is Mus. 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 Man, that'd be like, it's sounds like very European. Chris and Mus. Why yeah. have we never thought of that before? What? That that should be my name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we are coming to you with a special uh, Christmas episode today where we're talking about all things ah, I forgot my sleigh Christmas. bells. We should have like sound effects. Like a bucket of sound effects. Really? And I could go... I would... Yeah. Yeah. Did you know my... Did you hear my Christmas bell Yeah, why don't we do that? I'll be right back. (laughs) So we've remedied that. not at it i mean it's we got christmas maracas now oh yeah we can even get you can get pentecostal anyway this is the one i was going for that's the one you're going for i grabbed the slide whistle is it called a slide whistle i think so and a kid accordion because <laughs> uh, who doesn't have one of those laying around all right so we are dedicating uh, this episode to christmas talking about all things uh, christmas which means we're talking about all things Jesus, that's going to be our major focus. Um, but let's let's do some dedications, some Christmas oriented dedications. Okay, are you first? I'll go first. Okay. Mine is a Christmas classic. Uh huh. Home Alone. That's yeah, funny. It is funny. It's known as a comedy. <laughs> Uh, but that's why I like it. Because it's humorous. We've, we've talked about Home Alone before. Uh-huh. And how... And how terrible, terrible it is. Terrible it is. It so is. tell me, why are you dedicating? Because, one, uh, Clear Play uh, and VidAngel. But the the thing I love about, about Home Alone is, one, they paint the beginning of the movie. The family relationship is absolutely horrible. Yeah. It's almost too horrible, which is why we couldn't watch it for for the longest. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like over, like it's very clear mm-hmm. this is not a good family situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then that's sort of redeemed ish. Mm-hmm. You know, the kid realizes that uh, that he probably should have been nicer mm-hmm. to his parents. That he does need family. It would have been nice if his, been parents, nice if his parents would have told him that. Yeah, would have, or come home and just whipped him. <laughs> you know, just like spanked him. And been like, sorry, I learned this. I was reading my Bible on the plane. And if I spare the rod, I spoil you. If I don't discipline you, it's like I'm leaving you over to death. So, what? You know, <laughs> like Merry Christmas. Uh, but... It's just really funny. I hadn't seen it yeah, in so a while. Yeah, so we watched so. it. We mm-hmm. watched it on which one was it? Clear play. Clear play. Or? Yeah. Clear play. So we were able to take all the bad and words out. What's funny is the first time I had it set to like any coarse jesting sort of stuff. Yeah. So anytime someone said jerk 
or shut up. Uh, shut up or it, so it was like it was like we were watching a Scorsese movie <laughs> to begin it because it was like every other word was bleeped out and I was going. What in the world? It or wasn't a this silent bad. film. It was like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was pretty. It was pretty funny. Then I realized, oh, I've got it set to extreme. Yeah. So then he he went back and yeah, made it to where they could call each other jerks, and, which is our kids' favorite scene, where the grown man looks at the child <laughs> after he's causes just a little bit of chaos when his older brother's picking on him and he like knocks him over and this whole chain of events happens. And a grown man looks at... Uh, a little boy. Yeah. Eight years old, right? Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Uh-huh. Yeah. This eight-year-old boy and says, look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's that's probably... So my kids do that anytime. Yeah. Now, now, anytime I do that, anything. Yeah. It, Gideon comes up to me and says, look what you <laughs> did, you little jerk. <laughs> It's really funny. Yeah, but uh, hey, when you took all of the the stuff out, the bad stuff, it was super enjoyable. Yeah, and yeah. hilarious. And yeah. I mean, I loved that movie as a kid. Well, you need. And to... of course, we were talking. I mean, it's obvious to our kids. Yeah, and we told them as we were watching. This is it, we a terrible were like, family. Look, they're trying to tell you this family's the worst, and mm-hmm. we were like, this is what sin does, and yeah. a lack of the Lord in the home. So. Oh, and that's, so what? What we did? We talked about this afterwards. It, it that movie is very. It's kind of a manly thing. Yeah, it is, the little boy does, and that's one of the redeeming things about it is the little boy does become a sort of man of the home when he thinks that the family's gone. Mm-hmm. He thinks the family's not coming back. Mm-hmm. You know that they've disappeared or whatever. And he's like. Why am I hiding from these robbers? I'm yeah. the man of the house. I, I need gotta to defend my. Yeah, I got to defend the home. So. Yeah, so it was kind of. I like that. I think it has to when little boys are watching. Because you got to realize today that movie would not be made with a little boy. It'd be made with a little girl. Exactly. And she would defend the home. Yep. And uh, anyway. Yep. Anyway, it was super great fun. Yeah. Our yeah. kids. It was their first time to watch it, and they were belly laughing, and so was I. Yeah. Pretty Some fun. really good funny parts. So. Oh. One of our kids just stuck his head in here. Now we've got to stop recording. Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> All right. Took care of that for that kid. <laughs> oh. oh, he didn't like that. Does he like this? Huh? Merry Christmas, Peter. Ooh, he's not a fan of the bells. All right. So what's your dedication? I'm going to dedicate this episode to Mannheim Steamroller. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like Mannheim Yeah, Steamroller. I mean, what's not to love? Yeah. Someone asked me the other day, my friend Kimberly was like asking for music, Christmas music recommendations. And I thought and thought about it. And at the end of the day, I was like, all I've really got is Mannheim Steamroller. <laughs> Which has been my music, Christmas music of choice since, like, 1989. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 not all of their songs have synthesizers. Now, some of them are, like, not like that. They're like... That's one song that you're doing. No, it's... That's the same song you just did. If you can't... Tell the subtle difference between all the Mannheim steamroller music. You just I don't did know. The same one. No, it's totally different. And then there's 
No, okay, I do still like those. <laughs> You're going to have to put the instrument, instruments away, It's sir. Christmas, Leslie. Um, don't, you do, steal, don't you try to take steal my joy of Christmas. I do like some of the synthesizer songs. But then they have some really beautiful songs. Uh, the ones that are like... I'm not going to make it through this one. There's one like is it Stiele Nacht? I think it is. It's called Stiele Nacht. I think it's pronounced burrito. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, it has like Silent Night, as some people call it. It is, and what's funny? Stiele Nacht. It's what they call it on the CD. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's so pretty. And it has the, it actually does have a synthesized, like, I think the, the male choir. Mm-hmm. I think it's a synthesizer. Synthesized male choir. I think if that's so. not the most 2020. I mean, it could be a real They male were getting choir. ready for 2020. <laughs> synthesized yeah, male choir. It could be a real choir, but mm-hmm. it kind of has that sound to it. But at the very end of it, it's funny, it does have sleigh bells. What do sleigh bells sound like, Leslie? Like this. You hear it at the very... So it's a song about Jesus, but at the very end of it, there's yeah, sleigh bells. And you're like, hmm? Huh? <laughs> but it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway. So yeah, they have, um, they've been my Christmas soundtrack since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I just can't get over it. Yeah, they're really good. It's like them versus... What's the other oh, one? Golly. The Bohemian Rhapsody? But they're not. But it's something like that. Oh. It's Mannheim Steamroller. And but they were way later. It's not Jesus Christ Superstar. No, I know what you're talking about. It's... Oh, man. What is the name of that group? They sing a song like about the ghosts of Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. They're like a rock group. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. almost like a Phantom of the Opera had a Christmas band. Yeah. Yeah. It's Mannheim Steamroller and... I can't remember. Rocklahoma? No. No, that's not it. <laughs> it's going to bug me the whole time. Now. I'm not going <laughs> to be able to think phone? of anything should... else. I don't want to Google it. You I should. want to find it out in myself. Okay. Because it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway. <laughs> so you like Mannheim Steamroller? Yep. I don't think I've ha- I had a. Did Michael, you, well, did Michael yeah. Jackson make a Christmas <laughs> album? Doubt it. Because mm. you didn't know about Mannheim Steamroller until you dated me. And by that time, yeah. it had been like 20 years. Of like mm. twenty years old, so it sounded really weird to you. <laughs> and to me, it was like, what? Is, what don't it was you like, like about it? This? Was like a like, comfort food, <laughs> like your version of Christmas. Like, I don't know why bacon don't and like eggs. That. Yeah, but you did take me to their concert. I did, that? which was, I do remember that. That's what I was thinking. The and, it was really weird. No, but good. It was so good, mm-hmm. and it snowed. Yeah, from the you, ceiling. and you cried. Of course, I did. Oh. I also cried at the Rockettes. Oh, we did go. Was, were they at the same thing? No. We went to the Rockettes, too. Yeah. The Rockettes was interesting. Yeah. I, it was real embarrassing when I cried because they were just in a kick line. But yeah. it's just something so grandiose when you see it live. Uh-huh. It made me emotional for some reason. Huh. 
I don't remember. I I think that I remember you crying at the Rockettes, but I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Was it just when they did the? It kick was line? the opening. It was like when it all the the curtains, you know, rolled back mm-hmm. and it all just started, and it was just too much wow. for me to take in. So, anyway, the Rockettes was. <laughs> it was I don't pretty think I cool. Loved it. it was yeah. Pretty it cool. was it it was very well choreographed, but you can only see so much kicking. Yeah. Before you're like. I'm kicked out here. <laughs> I think I've... It was a... But they had a lot of different musical uh-huh, scenes uh-huh. and everything. Yeah, yeah. So... I don't regret going. Very precise. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I regret, that I, I regret nothing. Do you remember those days when you could go to a live show? Yeah. I. I that's what I was... <clears throat> I remember it both that we had the money to go... Yes. ...and that you were allowed to go. Right. Kind of yeah. weird, isn't it? Well, those oh. were back in the day. Do you know last year... I do time, know last year. Last year, this time, people could go to a show. What? And didn't even think about it. Last year? Yeah. That's crazy. It, they all died. Like, all the people who went died, no, right? No, no. They just came back home again. Well, yeah, and probably brought with them all the sicknesses no. that they got out there in the pub. No, just, just the flu, maybe. Um, well. Yeah. Weird times. They probably should have died. <laughs> it was yeah. wild yeah, back yeah, then. Wild, wild, wild west. Uh, all right, well, let's start talking about Christmas. Okay. We had promised them a Christmas episode. Okay. We'd promised to talk about Christmas, so we turned it into a <laughs> entire Christmas episode. So you're going to lay us some foundation work. I am? Yeah. Ready, go. Jesus is the reason <laughs> for the season. No, I, if someone we, should put that on. If the we if we look at like mm. the the Christian calendar, really the the life of the the Christian and the church. What you've got with Advent and with Christmas is the beginning of a string of events mm-hmm. that's going to run up uh, into Pentecost and Assumption. I mean, there's going to be about six months of all these holy events that are going to uh, that are going to happen. Uh, and so I think for the Christian, this should be the stuff. I mean, this should be the beginning of what we know is a, just going to be a grand time mm-hmm. of the year, uh, leading up. You know, especially to you know to Easter. A lot of people don't do Pentecost or Ascension Sunday. I mean, but this. I thought it was Ascension, right? Yeah. You said Assumption, I think. The first time. The assumption of Moses. <laughs> well, maybe I did say assumption. I would not assume. Did you know I was going to stop? I would stop. not assume uh, anything. <laughs> I was going to stop um, you, and I thought maybe it maybe is assumption. Maybe, you know, I'm sure someone somewhere probably does call it assumption, uh, because it's the same. It's, it's, anyway, but uh, so, yeah, so Christmas just is the beginning of just a really great time of year for, for Christians, and it, it's it should be a great time of year if... Our mindset is centered on Christ and what these days mean for us and our eternity and for this world. It should just be festive. Mm-hmm. And not, not in a way where you've got to be like uh, disingenuously just, just happy mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, Which it, I think a lot of people fall into that. Like we have to, this is the time of year I have to put on a good... Uh, yeah. Show and we have to, mm-hmm. it has to be perfect and we have to be together. And well, I mean, I would be together. Um, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the idea that, uh, what, that people are maybe having to pretend like well, everything's yeah, and okay. I think, yes. or... And I think we might have talked about this before, but 
when we were talking about make Christmas big this year. You're like, some people are going to be doing that out of desperation. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all I've got. <laughs> kind of yeah, like what yeah, we've talked about with family vacations. Like, Yeah, the, home life is not great, so we got to This do is the, the time the, we the have to... Fix it all by being gone for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if, if we come into this Christmas season uh, orienting, letting this time orient everything in our calendar around... This is why... I mean, I like Advent stuff. I like the preparation, whether it's for the Sabbath or for for Christmas here. I like getting it so that all of our life is really oriented around what Mm -hmm. these events mean. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and so that means talking to our kids or to ourselves, to our friends, whomever, just about the importance of what's going to take place with the birth of of Christ, where all the promises of God are finding their yes in these events that are about to unfold for the next six months. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty big, it's a pretty big statement. Yeah. And so if if we'll think about Christmas in in light, I know I know it is tropish and it is uh, kitschy and cliche to say that Jesus is the reason for the season, but he really is. Mm-hmm. Um, to to center everything around. Christ and who he is and what he's done. Mm-hmm. I think that's the foundation that you've got to have. And if you have that foundation, you can build anything else mm-hmm. on top of it and nothing is going to be able to steal from that. So right. no matter what you try to do or you choose to do tradition wise, mm-hmm. if, if the foundation for everything is Christ and if you're making much of Christ, those other things will never be able to right. overshadow that. The only way the Santa or presents or uh, even holiday gatherings, the only way those ever overshadow the Jesus thing is if the Jesus thing is just never highlighted to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't mm-hmm. truly overshadow him uh, if if he is focused on and talked about in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just can't, you can't beat that. Right. Uh, and so. Because it's real and true. Because it's real. It resonates. <laughs> yeah. So, so I would say that's the foundation. What else did you want to, to build on top of that? Yeah, well, um, so we were just maybe going to talk about some practical things that, things that we do, um, things that we've learned. And I would say, like, we are, we've said this before, we're young. Mm-hmm. We're still working these things out. We're doing like, new things every year. I think every, every year, year, every year it's and, different. And, and we're going to say some things that we do. Mm-hmm. And there are things we don't do that I love that other people do. Uh, and you you have things that you might be doing tradition-wise to make much of of mm-hmm. Christ and, and this time of year. And I would say whatever you've got, don't think you need to change that and do it. We do. No. Uh, I would say just just look and see like... What am I doing? Am I doing mm-hmm. anything? I mean, that's that would be the main thing. Is mm-hmm. If you're doing nothing, right? Well, then, then the the world is throwing a whole lot of stuff on your kids, yeah, and, and on you that is not about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it would be very easy for for Jesus to be the reason that we're having this season, mm-hmm. but you not to recognize that mm-hmm. reason. I mean, you'd be doing a season without the whole reason for doing it, even though you know it's ultimately about the birth of Jesus. If 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 that's not if, if what he's done isn't uh, orienting and flavoring uh, the songs that you listen to, the mm-hmm. the things that you're reading. Uh, I mean, all of those things. Then uh, I would say just do something, mm-hmm. just do anything mm-hmm. to to start just a tradition mm-hmm. or some sort of uh, recognizable symbol or activity that is making much of of yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and 
um, I think one of the most important things is to just cultivate a place of cheer, (laughs) Christmas cheer, but you don't want to be, especially the mom who has all these ideas and gets frantic about it and squashes Mm -hmm. the joy. So I think the most important way you can contribute to your, your family and your home in December is to be Trans-Siberian Orchestra. That's it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I was not listening to my wife. I almost had it. I'm so happy for you. Yes. I'm not even. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of our podcast today. We appreciate you listening so much. I'm not even mad that you weren't listening to me. This podcast could have gone for two and a half hours. I wasn't going to end it until I thought of that. So keep going. Yes, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Mm -hmm. No, to um, to be cheerful and like. That's that's where a lot of your your Christmas fun is going to come from. Mm-hmm. Is that you're happy? And, and I think this is a I think this is an important point. Otherwise, why are you saying it, right, Chris? Uh, I would recognize, and this was our advent for the kids the other day, and I was like, this is why people think we're a cult uh, because on our little advent thing that we'd written out for the church kids uh, for the gathering, uh-huh. not the church kids, what we did, kids and adults. We just happen to have more kids than adults because parents have. Lots mm-hmm. of kids. Uh, and we were talking about how Christmas is war. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's, it's funny. You look, Christmas is war both in the Herod story and Herod's trying to consume the baby, which is, Revelation tells us, a metaphor for what is going on with the dragon who is trying to consume the child. And then when, he, when the child escapes, uh, the dragon turns his attention to the woman's off, other offspring mm-hmm. and pursues them. Uh, but they crush him and kill him. Anyway, uh, so so that whole idea of the birth of Jesus being a war event is is tied quite a bit in Scripture. Yeah. Well, how do we fight that war with the joy of Jesus Christ? I mean, it, it's like uh, Jesus said it's free from that lifelong fear of death. Uh, we see, you know, uh, what does uh, Romans tell us? Overcome evil with good, mm-hmm. right? So the kindness that you show to your enemy is the way that you heap coals upon his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how you overcome evil with good. That's how you crush the head of the serpent mm-hmm. is by living that joyous garden life in the midst of what was once his kingdom. And so to have in your home like this, 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 so your home should be a picture of the Christmas tree, right? Your home should be this evergreen family relationship in the midst of of a world uh, that is still dead in their sin. And so as as your home is is singing and making merry and praising the Lord uh, and reading joyously these scripture texts and like, can you believe it? And look at how it's changed us. And then and then proclaiming that to the world around you. You are set up. Your home is set up, not as a city on a hill alone, but as an evergreen cypress in the midst of the desert. Uh, and so your, your very home, by doing those things, by being joyous, by 
by by singing the carols, by sitting around a piano and clanging out, uh, you know, uh, steal a knocked, uh, <laughs> whatever it is, and, and and then picking up the kid accordion every now and again. That is an act of war mm-hmm. because it is only possible mm-hmm. because Jesus has conquered right. and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Mm-hmm. It is only possible because Jesus has bound the strong man. Uh, mm-hmm. And so your songs. I mean, you remember when the when the disciples come in that story, the and and they say, you know, I can't. We, even the even the demons are are subject to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Jesus says, yeah, yeah, I've given you this authority over these things because of what because of what I've done. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm gonna destroy your enemies. So this this idea of of this celebration and joy in a world that should have none of that right. and had none of it. Those little things are war events. That's why I tell people, you know, 2020 of all years, what should Christians do in the rest of the world is like dank. And this is the year you should sing the loudest. You should hang up as many lights, more lights than you did the year before. Mm -hmm. Not because we're pretending, but because the world, Mm -hmm. the darkness of the world is really dark right Right. now. And if ever there was a time where the light will be drawing people's attention like moths to a flame. It's this. And when the rest of the world is sort of going through Christmas like zombies. Or, tr- or trying to grasp at what they had before. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, there. that's not there. If, if Jesus wasn't there, mm-hmm. it's not there. Because he's the yeah. only thing that is remaining. So, so to, to, to th- yeah, all of their other things are out the window, Canceled. right? And for you to say Christ is here mm-hmm. and... Not he just here, it. not just, and notice the, the double wordplay, not just here, mm-hmm. like on the earth, mm-hmm. but in this home mm-hmm. and look at the difference that it's made. Yeah. This is why we celebrate Christmas because right. it's changed our home from desert mm-hmm. to evergreen tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, that's why when we set up our Christmas tree, that's what we, we point the kids to, yeah. to Hosea and say, look, this is the very end of the book of Hosea chapter 14, verse eight. I think I might be somewhere there. Uh, he talks about, you know, that, oh, Ephraim, look, you know, I am, I am your evergreen cypress. From me comes your fruit. And so when we see that evergreen tree that we set up, and this is why I think, you know, people can talk about where the where Christmas trees are a pagan thing mm-hmm. and all this. Well, the reason the pagans are doing it is the same reason, the same reason it's a miracle in Hosea is that, when you were pagans and you were in a in a winter situation where everything else is dead and there's this one tree that's still alive, that's an amazing thing. And they're mm-hmm. like, man, that's that's something. This tree that's still alive in the midst of of, of winter, uh, and there's a, there's that recognition of what the pagans are recognizing about their life. Right, our whole life is nothing. Uh, it's this winter and recognizing this hope. I think it's a I think it's a common grace thing. That the, the 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 world is grasping and recognizing that we need something eternal mm. in a world that we are all like grass. Mm. Uh, the world, the, 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 we don't need Isaiah forty to convince the world that our lives are like grass. Like we see that. Mm-hmm. So to see things that are evergreen in the midst of this world, it is a living metaphor for other people. So so evergreen plants and things like that have always drawn the affections. Of people, and I think that I think that is common grace uh, for that right. because they're all recognizing something that's wrong, right. uh, that that everything does die, and 
And so, yeah, we, we say, yeah, they were onto something, mm. but they weren't onto something new. These pagans maybe had just read the book of Hosea. <laughs> like, the Lord had already talked about this, mm-hmm. uh, that he's an evergreen tree in the midst of, uh, of a desert land, bringing fruit in right. the midst of the wilderness. Right. And so that's why, you know, all of those things, that's what we want our home to be. Mm-hmm. We want it to be a place where Jesus just changes everything. Right. Uh, and this year can be a great year to do that. Yeah. And that's exactly why it's important to be cheerful because when you're doing it for him, it's, it doesn't matter if your cake turns out. It doesn't matter if the kids loved what you got them. Mm-hmm. You've done the thing. Like you mm-hmm. have, you are bringing glory to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it doesn't have to be perfect. And and I think if, if, if you are thinking about Jesus, it, the cheerfulness will come, right? right exactly. Because you'll just be so happy, right? You'll just be so happy. Yeah. About, so the cake's not the cake can't the cake can't mess up anything, right? You, your kids' attitude, you can go. Oh, this is why you're in my house. I get to discipline you right. to save you from death. Yay! Mm-hmm. You know, I mean these these sorts of things mm-hmm. are colored. Yeah. Are colored by that, mm-hmm. and if we're being set off mm-hmm. by those sorts of things during the Christmas season, if it is ruining it, right. Or if my kids can't have Christmas because we don't have enough gifts, mm-hmm. right? I, 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 as a pastor, I get to have that discussion with parents and with whomever uh, every year, right? I want my kids to have a Christmas. I'm like, <laughs> have Christmas. Have a Christmas. Yeah. You, you, you probably haven't ever given your kids a Christmas. Yeah. You've just given them a gift day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've not given them a Christmas, a christ Moss. Mm-hmm. My name's Chris. <laughs> I'm Moss. I'm Moss. Uh, so, so if if you're if you're doing if if you're being set off by those little things, if yeah. it's messing up the holidays, not having a certain type of festivity, not doing whatever, then that's a sign that that was the foundation mm-hmm. for the season. That's what the season was about, mm-hmm. instead of Christ. And it's easy to slip into that. You you get your eye on the task you're doing, or mm-hmm. or the picture you want to take. Yeah, for a lot yeah. of moms, it's like we have, we have to, to have a Christmas Yeah, we have a picture of them mm-hmm. decorating the cookies and everyone needs And if to be the happy. picture isn't taken, because let's rejoice in what, why do we have the family that we have? Mm-hmm. And why are we happy? And why do we have a bunch of kids and all this? Mm-hmm. It all goes back to Jesus. Right. Jesus is the reason that our home is a happy place. He has blessed our home. He has made our children holy. Jesus is the reason that... Uh, that we have the number of kids that we have just in general, that we, we see our purpose of, of making these arrows to shoot into this lost world. Like all of that's colored by Jesus. And if, if that's the reason, like let's take a picture to celebrate the blessing that Jesus has given us Yeah. rather than let's take a picture so that 10 years down the road, I can look at it and be sad. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it all goes down to the, the reason yeah. that you're doing all of this. And, but it's, it's simple, it's subtle and it's e- So it's easy to miss. Uh-huh. It's also easy to fix. Right. It's definitely. Very easy to fix. Definitely. They were just talking on what happened. And, and I'll tell you this, oh. the fixing is downhill. So yeah. when I say it's easy to fix, because like I said, if you start making it about Jesus, mm-hmm. it's like a magnet. Mm-hmm. It's like a moth to the flame. Like it's gonna joy will roll out of you mm-hmm. when you start making it about Jesus. Yeah. Now if you start making mm-hmm. it about how important it is for you to make it about Jesus, you know, and that you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where you get frustrated by uh, we're going to do this Advent thing and oh, right. the kids aren't paying attention right. and you've made it about the Advent thing. Mm-hmm. You haven't made it about Jesus. If you're doing the Advent thing, 
because of Jesus, well, then it doesn't matter how it goes. It doesn't matter if it went perfectly or if the kids seem to be disinterested or if you accidentally skipped a couple days and that threw it all off, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if you make it about Christ, the joy and the other stuff will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were talking on what have you about if you do find yourself slipping, just excuse yourself for a minute. <laughs> Go repent and make it right. Like just it, like you were saying, it's a quick, it's a quick fix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a quick fix both in the moment and it's a quick fix in the direction of your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, it doesn't have to be anything big or complex. It can be a little way of you just even prayerfully saying, God, I want to make Jesus. I don't want to just be upset that people are taking Christ out of Christmas or whatever. If, if I've taken him out of it mm-hmm. already in my home, I want to make sure that he's the central place. Mm-hmm. So God, help me to do that. Show me how. Right. You don't have to. The, you don't want to be uh, stuck in the. Uh, uh, what do they call it? The, 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 like the desire for perfectionism. So you don't mm-hmm. do any procrastination by perfection. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be, I don't know if anyone calls it that, but they should, yeah. uh, procrastination by perfection where you end up not doing it cause you can't think of the perfect way to do it. Right. Right. So you want to have, okay, what do we want it to be? And I want an advent calendar. Well, I haven't ordered a calendar yet. So let me right, order a calendar right, and right. I want to do readings. What book should we do? Perfection is the enemy of something. Uh, Perfect is the enemy of the good. Yeah. 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 I think it's what, isn't that how it goes? Yeah. That was what was in my head. Yeah. So, so end up, end up procrastinating because you can't, you don't have the perfect yet. And then by the time everything comes in and you figured out what you want to do, well now it's December 20th. Right. Right. right? Or, and then you go, well, we'll do it next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then next year rolls around and the same thing, uh, sort of happens or you get the advent stuff down, but now, oh, we need to do this. And so just, just do something. Even yeah. just grabbing your Bible and start reading through the book of Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can't, you can't mess up mm-hmm. uh, making it about Jesus. Yeah. You can't mess it up unless you don't make it about him at all. Right. And I really liked what you said about Thank you. how Christmas is war. And like as a parent, as a wife, as a mom, every, everything you do, it is, it's an act of war. Mm-hmm. Like the other day we made 3D paper snowflakes. And you're getting these things out, and you're you're causing your family to 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 be happy and to to be gearing up mm-hmm. towards Christmas. That's an act of war on mm-hmm. the darkness and on the enemy. And I had a friend that that she loved our snowflakes because I put a picture on Instagram, and she had said she had been decorating her tree and just was sad about this year, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, well, the decorating the tree, even though you're sad that that's an act of war mm-hmm. like you are you are cutting through the darkness by still bringing the tree out putting lights on mm-hmm. it and uh and so she made the the paper snowflakes and sent me a picture and it was just so neat to see this kind of the spreading joy that that we have in the kingdom um and so that's a lot of the things that we're we're talking about is we are we're wanting to encourage you wherever you are to what, just what you said, just do something. Go to war. Yeah. Go to war. Pick up any, like if you're in a battle, imagine yourself in a battle. The, the enemy's there, the, your commander sent you out. Go and, and conquer this territory for my glory. The war is taking place, right? You can't pause the war. It's taking place. You would pick up anything mm-hmm. to go into the fight. You'd pick up a plowshare, mm-hmm. right? You'd pick up a shovel. You'd pick up a rake. You'd get, you, you, so that's what you need to do. Grab anything. And, and get to swinging. Mm-hmm. 
uh, get to proclaiming. Uh, and, and I think recognizing that it's war explains a lot of why the world wants to take Christ out. Yeah, because people will, people will say you're being like, oh, a drama queen or whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if you care about people not saying Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it's not a big deal. Yeah. But it is, it is yeah, a big deal. Yeah, I mean, deal. it's a big deal both logically. Like, Jesus, this, the birth of Jesus is why this day is happening. Right. Right? It's not just a random, we just decided, people decided, let's make December 25th, like, just a, a happy day. <laughs> right? right? Let's just make, let's have one day a year where we celebrate, I don't know, that a great gift has been given. <laughs> and we'll give gifts. Right. Uh, sort of to memorialize that gift. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on! Like it's he, it just legitimately is the reason that this day exists, right? Uh, and so, yeah, the world will want to take out Christ from Christmas if we're doing Christmas rightly. Yeah. Uh, if we're making it about Jesus, that Christmas will be the smell of death to them mm-hmm. or the smell of life. Mm-hmm. And so, your neighbors will either be put off by your gregariousness, right? Mm-hmm. One, because they're not happy at all and they despise people who are genuinely happy. Uh, or you're constantly talking about Jesus. They'll be tired of that. Mm-hmm. They'll want you to sing Jingle Bells, but mm-hmm. they won't want you to sing Silent Night or Away in a Manger mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll they'll want those sorts of things. They, they Because why? Because the demonic behind all of this, the, the spirits, the rulers and authorities and all that that are part of this cosmic battle, um, they know what Christmas means. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know they know what it means uh, because they remember when that Jesus was here, and they had to say, "Put us in pigs rather than sending us to hell, mm-hmm. rather than destroying us." So, and, and like it says about Satan, he rages because he knows his time is short, mm. uh, and so the war is is going on. The kingdom is is advancing. There are evergreen trees sprouting up. Um, and so get to work, get mm-hmm. to war. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it'll be the happiest, happiest Christmas you ever had. Yeah. So let's talk about some well, things. That's, that leads right into this first thing I had written down. First thing. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to, again, quote something from what have you. But every time you, every time you say what have you, I go. I'm sorry. Let me get this thing ready. But it's my favorite quote. That faithfulness does not always feel like what it is accomplishing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I got to tell you, the, the more kids we have and the busier we get, I feel less and less on top of things. I feel less and less like like everything is very meaningfully done and done in an orderly way. Mm-hmm. And I've got, I've got, you know, like even getting the house clean before I decorate, like mm-hmm. things are... Out of control. We're getting we're getting more <laughs> ox and same amount of stable. Exactly. <laughs> same size stable. Yes. Filling it with more ox. Yes. Feel like this is going to be a so problem. It yeah. may not feel like this amazing magical moment that you mm-hmm. had time to mentally prepare yeah. for. Um, it, it and so I just want to encourage anyone that it doesn't have to feel meaningful and orderly for it to still be great. So, like what you were saying, just do it. Like, if you have to throw in an Advent activity in between supper and bedtime and and the house is a mess, like, just do it. 
get it mm-hmm. done. Uh, don't wait for that magical moment. Yeah, do something. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm having, I'm just saying like I'm having to do that more and more and to let go of these. Really what is my, my, what, I guess my personality, my personal mm-hmm. My preferences, mm-hmm. my preferences to have, you know, time to set it all out and it to yeah, be, yeah. you know. I can testify that this is true. Yeah. So even like when we did our reclet uh, meal oh, uh-huh. on December 1st, in my heart of hearts, I wanted the whole house to be clean around us. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to it, I just got the table done. And it, that was it. It was like this little area of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Christmas beauty. Christmas, Christmas melting beauty. <laughs> and then the periphery was wild. It and... was horrible. I was ashamed <laughs> for you. And I just had to, to go with it. And that was one of those moments where you have to choose to be cheerful and to let go of things. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes a huge difference. Yeah. So. And, and I think it, it goes back to if you're doing the Ricklet thing, mm-hmm. you're doing any of it because you want to make much of Christ. Exactly. Whatever turn of events happen cannot steal from making no. much of Christ. Right. And like, it would the, be... I'm setting this up to make much of Jesus. We're doing yeah. this to make much of Jesus. I want to celebrate Jesus. If it doesn't go off however planned, mm-hmm. he's still made much of and that's exactly. what I want him to do. Yeah. And the best way to ruin that is to have a then, bad attitude. Because then you're making it about you. Yes. Your designs for it, your desires, what you thought it would be. Yes. You're trying to turn everyone else into, this becomes about telling your story. Exactly. That you can then put on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Right. Uh, rather than telling his story. Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing about Instagram is you can crop your picture. Yeah. Yeah. You can blur out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No one has to see what's really going on. Yeah. Um, Keep going. You want me to do another one? Yeah, do another. I mean, okay. you're the so as far as advent, the maven of madness. Advent activities. Just one way to keep yourself cool about it is don't plan it too far in advance. Like on this day we're going to do this, and on this day we're going to do this. Have your box of tricks ready, and then whatever happens that day. Not the cereal. No. <laughs> okay, I thought that I was like that's a no. great dinner like, plan. I have, Here's your box of tricks. <laughs> Shh. Merry have, Christmas. I have friends who have like a big red box that they put things in all year for Advent. And what friend is this? Erin. Huh. Hi, Erin. I don't know if she listens. That's a great idea. Yeah, she has it. Like it says, like Advent box mm-hmm. or something. And when she sees something that would delight, she just dumps it all out <laughs> on day one and says, Merry "Play Christmas. with this for the next twenty days." Yeah. No, but your kids don't have to know that that like day four you ran out of time, and so when you made much ado about driving around your little town to look at Christmas lights, that you plan that on the fly, mm-hmm. like, do you know? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I just think that's a good little. Like, if you're going to make an advent calendar, maybe keep... Like of advent activities that you want to yes. do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe keep all of the activities to yourself. Because so yeah. <laughs> it may not happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you might, you might like, have to... I don't know. Hey, we're having popcorn and hot hey! chocolate. Surprise! And everyone's like, yay! Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, I plan to do this other thing. Yes. But... Yeah. So. And maybe even you could have a list of like easy Advent things and special Advent things. So you can have an yes. easy section of if, if if I can't do one of these things, mm-hmm. I can throw in this. Yes. I can throw in this easy, quick thing to do. Yep. Definitely. 
So, I have some Advent ideas. You, you she want... flipped over a piece of paper and there was nothing on the back. <laughs> she was like, I have. And she flipped it over and I was like, there's nothing. No. I, I see the things. wizard behind the curtain. On here. What? What um, Advent things do you have? Well, let's see. Christmas movies are always fun. Oh, I love Christmas so, movies. So, do you have any Christmas movies you want to... Die Hard? <laughs> Okay, I'm back that... to back to you, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite Christmas movie. Let's say it at the same time. Oh, we haven't played our game. Let's do one, two, three, and see if we say the okay. same movie. One, two, three. The Muppet Chosen. Christmas Carol. No, I sabotaged that on purpose. Very I feel bad. I feel bad. Very disappointed. I feel like I had a chance to do the right thing. <laughs> or... No, but you're right. I did have that on my list, too. So let's start I know with... you had The Chosen. Okay, so you want to do it again? One, One two, two, three. three. The Muppet Chosen. Christmas. No, I thought you said you knew <laughs> that I was going to... Oh, this is all thrown off. Yeah. So, Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> is... There are lots of fun Christmas movies. I think if a movie's going to make it in your Advent list, Muppet Christmas Carol should be there. Yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol is a great movie. Yeah, it's so it's good. Whimsical. It's good. It's funny. It's, it's endearing. Yeah, great music. God bless us, everyone. Great, great message. Oh yeah, we love it. Yeah. It's our favorite. And Tiny Tim, who does, does not, not die. die. <laughs> yeah. That okay, is, that's great. Um, we we break that soundtrack out yeah, day we after do. day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, we just this last week watched the Slugs and Bugs Christmas show. That was a really good that one. That was yeah. so fun. It had Slugs and Bugs. Andrew Peterson showed up. They sang some really Scott Hamilton. Scott Hamilton, the guy from Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke. On yeah, the show. yeah, that's Mark. Um, but yeah. all of our kids. I liked it. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was and a really good Christmas like special. It. Really mm-hmm. good. And they, they are still singing it. And I, I even have to go, shh, <laughs> stop. No more singing. No more singing Jesus songs. <laughs> and then The Chosen, the, the pilot episode of The Chosen oh, yeah. was called The Shepherd. Um, and I, as far as I know, uh, Dallas, what's Jenkins? his last name? Yeah. He made the pilot episode for his church, like for mm-hmm. a Christmas gift. And I don't know even at that time if he had planned on continuing it. I can't remember from his, you know, he talks about how the Lord sort of Mm -hmm. worked this out in a way we didn't expect. But But I just looked it up and it's on YouTube. It's called The Chosen, but then the pilot episode is called The Shepherd. Mm -hmm. And we we watched it, what, three or four years ago, Uh not knowing anything about it. Except, like, Joni Erickson Tata recommended mm-hmm. it. I was weeping. I saw it first, right? And then uh, I don't think so. I think uh, we just watched it. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember. All, all I know is I was, like, <laughs> yeah, so moved by it. it was, yeah. It's so great. It's a great Oh, it's so great. Short, I can picture the part that moved you. Yeah. That got me, too. It's, yeah. like, 20 minutes long. Yeah, so, it's not highly recommend that. And that's on our list. We haven't done that yet. Yeah. I would I would rec- <gasps> recommend a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's I don't another, have that down. That's another great one uh, that Very does good. have the Christmas story in it. The yeah. classic telling of 
mm-hmm. uh, the Christmas story. So. Yeah. And then we have all the, we have a lot of Christmas movies we'll watch, but those are the ones that probably mm-hmm. mean the most to us, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Chocolate oranges. What? Are, chocolate oranges are so fun. What? Chocolate oranges. Do I even know about this? <laughs> yes. Last year we did them in their stockings. It's an orange. But it's, it's chocolate in the shape of an orange. So you end, you, yeah. you peel this foil off, uh-huh. and it's like orange slices, but it's chocolate. Oh, I remember the slices, yeah. And it's delicious. Yeah. Totally delights kids. Yeah. So that's a fun thing to pull and out. And it's fruit. So yes. Fruit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wentworth wooden puzzles. Oh, my goodness. Those are... How do they make those? I don't know, but get ready to spend some money, but... Because they're expensive puzzles. So, our family is a puzzling family. (laughs) Pun. Um, But these puzzles, so they're normal-ish puzzles. You know, it's got a picture that you're doing. But the pieces have been, like, intricately laser cut. Mm Mm-hmm. So, let's say you're doing, like, a a fall puzzle. Mm -hmm. Well, some of the pieces will be shaped like... Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, leaves. Yeah. Or, I mean, there'll be a leaf sh- or a pumpkin shaped piece. There's a scarecrow. And there's oh, like these, this six, puzzle. six or nine. If you ever feel like your puzzle game has gotten like in a rut <laughs> where you're like, here I am, corners, sides, you know, this section, this section, here we go, you know, 80th verse, same as the first, right, right. you know. And you want to mix up your puzzle game? <laughs> These, what is it, Wentworth? Wentworth. Wentworth Puzzles. It's a UK company, of course, because everything they do is cool over there. Yeah. But we got it, and I was I was thoroughly impressed with yeah. the pieces. I it's, mean, it's a solid puzzle, too. Yeah. It's, it's like wooden. a wooden puzzle. It's wooden. Yeah. So it's an investment, but it's... it's I don't know that it's an investment. No, I meant it costs a it's, lot of money. I believe the word they look for is it's an extravagance. Extravagance. It's yes. not an investment. <laughs> Definitely an extravagance. Uh, but. In your parents' will, they have left you 13 <laughs> Wentworth puzzles. They would have Congratulations, had, they children. They would have had money for you, but they spent it all they're, on They're all puzzles. missing three pieces. <laughs> oh, that would be sad. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, super fun. Um... Let's see. I just, I don't know. Special, like we needed a- special fruit. I feel like you haven't shaken your bells. Oh, I don't know where my bells went. I'm, I've got the baby over here. I'm like putting pacifier in his mouth. They're not going to hear the bells on Christmas Day, Leslie. Here we go. What is this? Silent night? No, it's Stille Nacht. Stille Nacht. Yes. So, special fruit is a fun thing to pull out. So, don't tell the kids, but I have some pomegranates set back. Whoa. We're not going starfruit this year? Or jackfruit, no, you, I mean? You could. No. Dragonfruit. No, if if we can't get our help from our <laughs> African listeners, <laughs> I mean, if we can't get a Ugandan jackfruit. Yeah. Um, I think it would be fun to get, like, did you ever get the big tubs of popcorn? The flavored popcorn, like cheese popcorn? <laughs> Oh, then the big yeah. tin, yeah, yeah, the giant like yeah, with the section and it had dividers, the section, caramel yes. cheese. I didn't like popcorn growing up. Oh well, I mean it's not very good, which is weird. I like popcorn now. That I really I popcorn. like popcorn. Like I really like popcorn. Hated it as a kid. You like it because 
I make it, right? I almost, is this a trick? Is this like a marriage I almost trick? hit in the Wentworth. <laughs> That's the puzzles. I make it in the whirly pot. Oh, yeah. That's another fun idea. Get a whirly pot. Oh, whirly pot. That fun... makes good popcorn. Yeah. But I like all popcorn. Oh. I mean, you can make it in a bag. That would be a fun idea. You know what makes good popcorn? Chrissy. Yes. I'm just kidding. Oh. You were like, you li- I like it because you make it, and oh. I thought I'd say I, I like it. I was like, yes, yeah, she But does. Chrissy always makes. You need to put this down. Am I pointing? Let's put the slide flute down. I'm sorry. No, I'm just afraid you're going to play it every, like, five I played seconds. it like twice. It makes me nervous. Let's give me the accordion. Give it to me. <laughs> Putting all the instruments away. Right. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's right here close to you. I just. It's just in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> I got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. Popcorn's good. World uh-huh. Cup's good. Yeah. What else? Um. All kinds of treats. Cinnamon star bread from King Arthur Flour. Oh, that's the one you make, right? Yeah. It's a that's, fun, fun recipe to that's make. That's really good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that is a super fun recipe to make. You can make it with your kids. Cinnamon star bread. King Arthur Flour. Um, Anything King Arthur Flour is great. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of fun stuff. Um, we make gingerbread house cookies. Not gingerbread houses. But right. cookies. Cookies shaped, shaped like, like houses, houses made, made out, out of gingerbread. gingerbread. Wait, cookies made out of gingerbread that are shaped like houses. Right. So it's like a gingerbread cookie in a house shape. Mm-hmm. And then you let the kids decorate it, but you don't have to put it together. Yeah, it doesn't have to be 3D. Yeah, super fun and yeah. easy. Yeah. That's a Pioneer Woman recipe that mm. I use, but you could probably use any gingerbread cookie. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, the Yule log, Buchdenoma. You will love it. You will love it. It's so exciting for kids, um, and you can make like these little meringue mushrooms to go on it. Is that where you started making the meringue mushrooms? Yeah, to go on those the, are good. To go on the Yule log, and I think those are all at allrecipes.com. Um, What's the Yule log? Why do I not remember it? It's a, remember it's like a log shaped. Oh, thing. it's a. Yeah, it's, it's a, a, swir- a Swiss roll. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I remember now. I always had cheese log in my yeah. head. And, and I, I have a little it. hatchet pen. <laughs> what was that face? You said I have a little hatchet. I have a little hatchet. I have a little hatchet. <laughs> I put that in the Yule log. We use that to slaughter so the So it pig. looks so cute. Um, of course, sugar cookies. The kids love to decorate You those. make great sugar cookies. Thank I you. I don't like sugar cookies. I don't Thank like your you. sugar cookies, but they're great. And I will recommend my favorite store-bought cookie is from Williams-Sonoma. It's called the Rolled Wafer. Peppermint Wafer, I think. Oh. It's like a red and white striped. What are those called? Like pure... Prulette? Or... I don't know. I don't know. They they look like straws, mm-hmm. but it's a cookie. So it's red and white striped on the mm-hmm. outside, and it's filled with chocolate so good. Mm. That's a good treat. Or like last year I was pregnant and had morning sickness. Barely could get anything. Do you remember that, babe? No. Last Christmas I was sick all month. So I did a lot of Little Debbie cakes and such. Like surprise kids. Christmas wreath cookies. There are no Little Debbie cakes 
in Beggs. Yeah. Nor is That's there any weird. lime sherbet. Yeah. There isn't even lime sherbet in Omobi. No, we we were on a lime sherbet because that's another thing we did. We did a punch today. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be green punch mm-hmm. with red. Well, it was all sugar. The sherbet, yeah. It was supposed to be green Hawaiian punch with spray with, li- with, with lime, lime sherbet. And then, but they didn't. So we we made the mistake of buying the green Hawaiian punch. See, I thought. <laughs> Green Hawaiian punch would be more of a random commodity yeah, than lime sherbet. I did too. And lime sherbet was everywhere. I thought, yeah. if I need to, I'll buy a thousand pushpops. I was like, what's pops. green Hawaiian punch? Yeah. I'd never yeah. seen that. But, but they no, had it. They had it. Yeah. They didn't have... But they didn't have the lime sherbet. Not even at Brahms. In another town either, so... At Brahms? Yeah. At so the ice cream we, store. We switched to red sherbet. Which, by the way, did I tell you how many sherbets? Sicilian orange. Did I tell you how many sherbets there were? <laughs> no. There were probably seven sherbet flavors. Oh, my goodness. None of them. I mean, no there was lime. pineapple, Sicilian orange. There was regular orange. Was there a place for There was lime? rainbow. Yeah, there was, there was a cherry limeade, mm-hmm. spicy habanero mango. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch. And I was like, but no lime? Yeah, that's weird. I think they were just sold out. Well, maybe everyone was doing I think this all punch. the I think everyone's doing So, it. yeah, we switched. We got red Hawaiian punch, red sherbet. And then this is a cute trick. If you dip your serving glass, like your punch glass or even a plastic cup, dip it in water, then dip it in sprinkles. Like we did the sanding sugar. So we did green. Since the punch was now red. Right. So it's sticks to the rim of your glass and the kids thought that was super cool yeah so that was fun yeah delightful anything to bring delight to the Mm -hmm. kids yeah so i mean i could go on but um it's a good month for read alouds Mm. uh we like the vanderbeekers and Mm -hmm. of course the christmas carol um do you have anything else on that any favorite christmas read alouds yeah no. Little Women. <laughs> oh man. Or you could worry. watch you could watch the movie Little Women. Any Ugh. any version. But But especially the uh, what, Masterpiece. PBS Masterpiece. I think yeah, so. Classic. That's our favorite. Yeah, that's such a good one. Um so I just had two more things written down. Mm-hmm. If you want me to Yeah, keep going. Okay, keep you going. can you can kinda run with this one. You're gonna riff off of You don't I just wanna encourage those who are young or young with young kids. Um, it's easy in these lean years to let Christmas be the time when you get stuff from your your family <laughs> and and you might make them a full list of what you want them to get you. <laughs> Which is fine. I just I know the temptation to be like, here's here's the list of things that you can choose what you want to buy for us. Yes, because yeah. this is the only way we're going to get... We're going to get them. A new, so, family, yeah. this is what we would like. So, I just, as someone who has grown through that season, would encourage those who are younger to to go into your your Christmas not expecting for this to be the time of year where you get the things that you've been wanting. Mm. Um. That's just a little bonus tip. Anything. I did just update my wish list on Amazon. Though. Yeah, I mean, we do. We have a wish list, and it's fine if your family wants to have a wish list. Like, that's fine. We're not fine. saying there's anything wrong. With no, no, no. Like but 
You know but what I the mean. mindset of going into it of, okay, this is we're going to get this now, and I'll make sure, and I'll take these other things off my list because yeah. I want to make sure I get this. Yeah. And it's really just a way to, I know they're going to spend between this much and this yeah. much. And so. And then you'll hear people like talk about the gifts, the bad gifts they got. Yeah. From, it's just. Yeah. You don't want to be that make, person. Make gifting not about meeting some sort of, you know, need that you had. or yeah. Don't make it utilitarian. Just make gifting about rejoicing in the person that you love. And right. that's why you're buying a gift for them. And, and if you love being able to buy them what they need or want, mm-hmm. then, then do that. Mm-hmm. But just, just in yourself, when you get gifts, mm-hmm. just rejoice that someone loved you enough to spend any of their right. money on you to show on you. you or, your or, or if they didn't want to spend money on you and just made you something, just right. as an expression of, of love and yeah. devotion. And or you'll hear people like talk about their in-laws or the, the grandparents got us too much. They're always, you know, we come yeah. home with all this stuff. And it's just, don't, just don't be that person. Yeah. Just be thankful. I mean, you, it'd be okay to think that maybe, to, maybe it might be okay, but it's certainly not okay to tell other people that. Yeah, right. Just, like that's like that's a that's a second level of gross. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Like it's one thing if if I didn't like the gift, but uh-huh. if I then want to complain to others, yeah, about how bad the gifts were. All the gifts make noise. Yeah, all this. Yeah. Oh, it's so like oh, I know what they're gonna get. Like those people. They love you. They're trying. This is how they show their love, right? For your children Just or for you. you. It would be like walking up to me and like your love is not good enough. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't do that. But so either gifts are that, uh-huh. or then you need to get rid of them altogether. They're yeah. just a waste. Yeah. But if, if they are a sign of love and affection that are themselves a metaphor uh, for the gift of, of Christ mm-hmm. on this holiday, mm-hmm. then don't disparage it unless mm-hmm. you would disparage him. So if the way someone emulates the give... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just moved and it... <laughs> Uh, if the way someone (laughs) imitates and emulates Christ is in buying you a certain gift, if that's their way to show and express that, Mm -hmm. that giving of great gift, uh, then cherish that. Yeah. Cherish it. Don't demean it. Say thank you. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you need to say or think. And, and that's so perfect what you said, because that's the last thing I had down was you don't want to be a chintzy gift giver. No, yeah. Like, your gifts, what's, your, what's our purpose in giving gifts? Yeah, is the, the purpose in, in giving gifts is to, is to mirror the joy that we have in the great gift that was given to us through mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So we are giving gifts as a small picture of this is the season where we got a great gift. Mm-hmm. So I want my gift giving to be directly proportionate mm-hmm. to how great I think the gift of Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about going into debt. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about spending a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. I just mean being a reason, like a like Jesus was exactly what we needed. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about the person mm-hmm. that you're buying gifts. I mean, that's the one of the worst things you can do. It, it, not one of the worst things. One of the worst things you could do would be to punch that person in the face. <laughs> uh, but a bad thing in gift giving mm-hmm. would be just to run to a wish list and find something that's in your price range and just buy it and 
like, it oh, got yeah, that no, on my got list. it. Checklist, checklist, checklist. Yeah. I mean, that's not the pur- That's not the reason we give gifts. Right. I mean, that's turning it into a secular or holiday. Go, or like going on Black Friday and being like, uh, I'm gonna get. I can spend twenty bucks. Look, uh, let me get this thing that I would never have bought. But it's three dollars. But it's three bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Uh, the, like what you want to do is, <laughs> is, is put the the thought into any gift that you buy that is equal to like this is a picture of my satisfaction in Jesus mm-hmm. and pointing you to him and mm-hmm. rejoicing we have been given a gift brother or sister and this gift is just a small token mm-hmm. of of that greater gift mm-hmm. yeah yeah so picture Jesus in every one of your gifts, mm-hmm. uh, and and they'll at least hopefully be more heartfelt. Definitely, be, and and there will be joy in the giving of the gift. Mm-hmm. Like it won't be this sterile, banal thing mm-hmm. where I bought you that fifteen dollar thing off your wish list. Are mm-hmm. you happy? Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be you'll want to even see them open it mm-hmm. because you'll want them to know I love you, uh, and this picture of my love is is ultimately about the love that Christ has shown us and me in his coming mm-hmm. and in the gift the Father gave us of the Son. Uh, so then it just becomes this special mm-hmm. sort of thing in, instead of just, uh, you know. Sterile, this, just like you yeah, said. Yeah, sterile token mm-hmm. gifting. Yeah. yeah. Is this the last thing on your list? Yeah. Look on the back of that page. What's on, what's on the back of the page? That's it. No, I mean on the back of the page. Oh, on the back. There's nothing. Nothing. All right. So anyway, I guess that's quite a bit of stuff. I don't yeah. know where we're at recording with. Yeah, ooh, yeah, we so. have time for a Jello salad. Okay. Christmas Jello. Christmas Jello salad. salad. I've got one. Okay. Did we already talk about favorite Christmas memories? No, I think we waited. Okay. What is your favorite? Like when you have a Christmas memory, what? And I don't mean favorite like most enjoyable or anything. I don't want it to be the most macabre. I don't want you to be like. That's the time my cat did get run over by the Christmas tractor. So, what memory really sticks with you from about Christmas, from any Christmas past? Oh, or, or future? There's one in particular that I remember, um, and maybe a couple mm-hmm. around the same thing. When I was in college, and I hated. Being away Christmas. from home. Oh. No, I loved I Christmas. I thought this was like a Scrooge tale. <laughs> no, I hated being away from home. Um, but I remember coming home for Christmas and mom had decorated the house. And it was that time in my life when she began to really be able to do things to her house. And, you know, she didn't... I was the last kid. Yeah, so yeah. there was just a change in her... What she had time to do, because we were all out, uh, and what she had money to do. Um, And she just had, like, transformed the house into this beautiful, cozy thing. Mm -hmm. Probably like it was every year, but Mm -hmm. I hadn't been there. I hadn't been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I walked into the door, and... I walked through the door, not into it. There was a joke there for me, and I didn't take it. <laughs> I'm so proud I'd of you. I'd let you tell your story. Thank you get you. Christmas bells. I feel like this is going to be a Pavlov's dog thing <laughs> now. You're going to feed me and jingle the bells. and No, but she had, of course, Mannheim Steamroller playing over the speakers. 
and candles lit and the tree and I just remember what song s- of Mannheim did you I find? think it was meow 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 I'm pretty sure it was Silent Night Silent Night yeah I thought it was Steel Night well I did whatever I'm English right now <laughs> okay um and I just sat I remember just curling up in a chair and just listening to the music and looking mm. at the tree and oh my goodness it was so good. that's when it stays with you. Huh? That that does. It's a fairly recent memory. Maybe. Well, it was like, well, sixteen years ago mm-hmm. because I remember similar scene coming home and holding Abigail in that chair mm-hmm. and listening to music, mm-hmm. and I just had my little baby niece. Mm. Anyway, just I don't know coming home. Yeah, was a great one of thing. one of my uh, uh, Christmas that always sticks to me is Christmas memory, and I almost it was almost my dedication till we decided that uh, till I thought I was going to mention this as my surprise jelly salad. Uh, I was going to dedicate this episode to Australia mm-hmm. uh, because later I would always have trouble going to sleep. Mm-hmm. I always had trouble falling asleep, uh, and on Christmas Eve. And my parents used to put a black and white 13-inch TV in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I could watch it, you know, to keep me. But there was always... (laughs) Australia was always doing their Christmas stuff in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night here. But it's like, you know, daytime or later, you know, probably almost getting close to noon. It's early Christmas morning, you know, 10 o'clock here. And it's like 10 a.m. there, Mm -hmm. uh, Christmas Day. And so I'm watching all this... All this Christmas stuff that they're doing, and uh, I, I I remember laying in my floor, having that little TV in the floor. I would have been probably eight or nine, mm-hmm. and just watching that. Well, I mean, I don't know how That's late so funny. I stayed up. I used to never be able to go to sleep on yeah. Christmas Eve. I remember doing that at my that, our old house I remember doing it at my new that's house that's a good memory laying in laying in my parents bed at our new house yeah. and they'd always put us in their well not always but a lot of times they put us in their bedroom mm-hmm. uh, and that's where we had we that's what my asleep. brother's kids do that's what yeah. Jerry and Amy's kids do they sleep in their room on Christmas Eve yeah I remember um, we tried to do like we would take shifts to stay awake mm-hmm. so we could hear Santa oh but I don't think we ever made it. We would fall yeah, asleep. Yeah, it would be like 15-minute shifts. Probably. Yeah, yeah. To and us, out. it felt like yeah. we were staying up all yeah, night. Yeah. Um, and one year, we heard just really weird um, noises and couldn't figure out what it was. It was a puppy. What? Yeah. What puppy? Wigglehead? No. What was his name? I just drew a blank on his name. Buster? No, that was my mom's. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. Anyway. Roscoe. No. <laughs> Homer. No, it wasn't Homer. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So, I mean, that's one of my earliest... Did you ever get a puppy at Christmas? I, no. Of, so, that was one of my earliest other Christmas memories. They're all just about the same like that. Just mm-hmm. staying well, up And you got jeans. I got jeans one time for Christmas. And you were so excited. I was very excited because I know if I wasn't excited, I would get in trouble. He, there's a video of Chris. It's a very young, very redheaded. Very redheaded. Very redheaded. He has a look about him that helps you know why he got in trouble at school. What does that mean? 
People always say that. What? Like, oh, I can see why you got in trouble. Just, just by my visage. You just had the look. You know. Anyway. But he's like tearing through gifts. <laughs> he's so excited. And he got a he opened a box that had a pair of jeans and he was like, Jeans! I love jeans. And then he like throws them over his shoulder. Yeah. Goes to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. That is great. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, this episode. Uh, we've really... Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed talking about uh, Christmas. And can I play my kid Cordian one last oh, time? Oh, of course. It's under my blanket. She said it's right here. I'm it is. On it has gradually moved further and further it? away. It's disappeared. I just see a drum. You promised that it was going to be right here oh, by me. and it's behind me. It's behind her. <laughs> That's how... I haven't even tried to touch it yet. All right. Anyway. So, we are... Uh, very thankful for you guys. Peter. Peter likes it. Oh! You see him? He kicks every he, time you play. He looks like a marionette. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. <laughs> His legs and arms are just flailing. Oh, anyway. <laughs> He's alive. He's alive. Uh, All right. We hope you've enjoyed our time. Uh, This talk about Christmas, making much of Jesus. Just fill your home uh, with Christ and with his coming and all that that means both for this day and for really the next six months. It's all we're going to be driven by holy day after holy day after holy day. Let's keep Christ in Christmas. Let's keep the holy in our holidays. We love all you guys. We'll see you again next time. I don't know when, but hopefully it'll be pretty soon. For the new year. Yeah, hopefully. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas!